Breathwork was one of the later modalities that I came across. I didn't know what it was. I just attended this class at a crystal shop in Los Angeles, and they told me to lay on the ground and breathe. And I had to take two inhales, one using my diaphragm, the other one using my heart, my chest, and then exhaling. And we're breathing to music. And that simple breath, that circular breath of just breathing allowed me to have such an intense emotional release of what I had been carrying for years. Hi, I'm Deanna Robbins. And I'm Christy North. Welcome to Pieces of a Woman podcast, where we explore all the pieces that make up a woman, mind, body, and soul. By embracing all complexities of being a woman, our goal is to share real stories that inspire growth and empower all women to be the best versions of themselves. And as Maya Angelou so eloquently said, when we know better, we do better. Thank you for taking this journey with us. I'm so excited about our guest today. I was thinking earlier as I meditated this morning and how grateful I am for so many things in my life, but it's hard not to consider this interview and how excited and honored I am to have the opportunity to share all the things around our lives, Deanna, which includes the good, the bad, the ugly, but we also get to share our personal tools to hopefully help people through difficult times and ways to really live their best lives. So in this episode, we are interviewing a woman that has come into my life recently, who's helped me through my personal journey around connecting with myself at a higher level. I've been working with Anna for over a month. It's a weekly commitment that I made for my personal self-care, and I'm just so grateful to have her. Anna is a breathwork intuitive coach. She helps her clients with intuitive guiding through breathwork meditation working through blocked energy, emotions, manifesting their biggest dreams, but just truly living authentically to their best selves. She has been featured on NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt, Los Angeles Times, Harper's Bazaar, and so many more publications. So if you haven't heard of Breathwork, or you have, and you're curious, let's first just acknowledge there's a reason why you're listening today. This episode is for you. Hi, Anna. What an honor to be here, especially since we have been connecting on a weekly basis for, yeah, you've done five sessions. Yes. And I just want to say, I've already gotten emotional in one of her sessions because the transformations that Christy is having every week is just incredible. And it brings me so much joy when my clients decide to put themselves first and they acknowledge that how they're feeling right now isn't how they want to feel and they want things to change and they commit to themselves. And it's just such a beautiful act of self-love. And I just love it. It also allows me to hold space for people and yeah, guide people to connect with their breath. So I'm happy to be able to share more about that here today with both of you. Oh, Anna. So amazing. It's so exciting to hear and meet you. Christy has talked a lot about you and brought this up. And I was just telling Christy earlier, I am not good. Christy's doing amazing at meditating and doing all the, all the things. And I still, it's such a work in progress. But I said, I've really not heard of a breathwork coach. 
So diving into your background and what you do, it's been fascinating to learn. So I'm super excited to hear from you. And why, what are the benefits of breath work? I mean, should we start there? Of Yeah. What are the benefits? So for those of you who don't know, breath work is an active form of meditating where you manipulate your breath to change the way that you feel. Our breath, we take about 20,000 breaths a day. And if you pay attention to them, your breath will reflect back onto you how you're feeling. So if you're feeling stressed out, you're probably going to notice that your breathing is shallow. You might be holding your breath. You might even notice tension in your upper body. If you're feeling safe and relaxed, you might notice that your breathing is longer. You might notice that you're breathing using your diaphragm, which is actually the way we should be breathing on our day-to-day. And I discovered breathwork about eight, nine years ago in a time in my life where I was really stressed out. I was depressed. I was anxious. I was thinking about ending my marriage. Um, I also wasn't happy with my work. And I had just this really loud victim story going (laughs) where everyone was like doing something to me, right? And poor me, like just the world hates me. And I was doing therapy and which allowed me to have a lot of awareness of where my trauma originated from. I have a father who's an alcoholic. And so I am an adult child of an alcoholic and just starting to put together those pieces like, oh, what I experienced as a child, as a teenager is still living with me today. And if we don't acknowledge it, if we don't help to heal those parts of us, we're going to be behaving with the same coping mechanisms, survival mechanisms that we learned about as children. And so I was in a time in my life where it just wasn't working for me. Like I was isolating people. I was being passive aggressive. Physically, my, my body was telling me you're stressed out. Like I had, had major digestive issues. My skin was breaking out. I was just have, being like hypervigilant. Uh, so I decided to go inward. And breathwork was one of the later modalities that I came across. I didn't know what it was. I just attended this class at a crystal shop in Los Angeles. And they told me to lay on the ground and breathe. And I had to take two inhales, one using my diaphragm, the other one using my heart, my chest, and then exhaling. And we're breathing to music. And that simple breath, that circular breath of just breathing allowed me to have such an intense emotional release of what I had been carrying for years. So I was crying hysterically. My body was moving involuntarily. But the beautiful thing was that After the session, I had no idea what had just happened to me, but I felt like a different person. I felt lighter. I stepped outside and even the colors looked brighter. I couldn't believe that by changing the way that I was breathing could allow me to connect with my body and my emotions and to express them and also not just express them, but like really move them out of me that I got home. And I told my husband at the time, like, you have to lay down and do this breathing technique. (laughs) And so I started like right away holding space for him. He also started to have like the physical manifestations of the breath work. It got too intense for him. He's like, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but (laughs) I got to stop. Like, this is freaking me out. And I just became more curious and I wanted to do it, practice breath work more for myself. And so I would attend regular classes and... I fell in love with it so much that I decided I wanted to learn how to hold space and do that for people. So I did it first just with the intention of sharing it with my family and friends. And then just kind of naturally it started to unfold and become its own 
business and practice. Uh, so I have been doing this now for, I'm in, going into my seventh year, which is incredible Yay! to think back. Yeah. And you're healing so many people. I mean, you are changing lives. Yeah, it's been really incredible to work with people. And they too are just blown away that with, I've had people tell me like after one session, the clarity and the connections that they, they have, the breakthroughs is something that they've never had in their 20 years of therapy. Wow. And that alone is amazing. It's almost hard to believe. But part of the reason why that happens is that I do use breath work, which, as I mentioned, is an active form of meditating. And so when you're oxygenating your body, you're able to shift your nervous system from being on high alert in the sympathetic into parasympathetic, into the rest and relax and digest. And so once your body feels safe enough, you enter a deep meditative state where we're also able to access your subconscious. So that's where the reprogramming and the healing happens. And I'm also an intuitive person. I'm a clairvoyant. I'm clairaudient. So when I'm holding space for my clients, I'm seeing their energy, whatever wants to say hello to them, whatever's ready to heal. And so I kind of describe myself as the passenger with a map. Because I really put my client in charge of their sessions. Like, this is you. This is for you. You decide where we're going to go. But let me read you the instructions that I have, the directions. And if it resonates with you, let's turn and look at that stuff. And so as they start to breathe and I make a different playlist with them as well, I also use music therapy as a tool to tell a story and also as a way to help distract my clients to try to get them a little bit out of their head. And the lyrics of the music might even allow a memory to come up. So we definitely go on a journey and we start to make the connections on what this anger is really about or this resentment or when was the first time that you felt that way. And so the awareness, I feel, is the important part of anyone's healing journey, because when you're back out in the world experiencing life and you start to notice, oh, my body's starting to contract, my breathing is getting shallow. I'm feeling myself starting to maybe freeze. That might be like a way that your body responds to stress or feeling unsafe. Then you check it. I ask you that you take a breath. And then from there, you start to identify what part of you doesn't feel safe right now or is feeling triggered. That in alone puts you in charge of your emotions, of your well-being and control of your life. And then... You can self-soothe, self-regulate if you're able to in that moment. You can, it really allows you to respond to the situations as opposed to have an automatic trauma response or reaction. And so again, that puts you in control and that puts you in power. And you really can start to create so many changes in your life that better support how you want to feel and where you want to go. Essentially, that's what I, that's what I do. <laughs> For those of you that are just listening, I'm raising my hand <laughs> because. I can speak to that. I mean, I think about when doing my very first breathwork session was a few years back after losing Taylor. And I was, you know, similar to your husband at the time where I was, didn't understand it. I didn't know what I was doing. I thought I was hyperventilating all mm -hmm. the things until I was able to really, you know, relax into that meditative state. And if I look back over my life and I think about raising six children, married 25 years, go, 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 giving, 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 
a career that has been so demanding of me that I, I can honestly say that I feel like I've let myself go in a way that I don't even know how to connect to myself anymore. In, in, in terms of when I'm feeling something, I, just, I can quickly just disregard it and move on and just not even pay any attention to it. And so the breath work practice has really allowed me to have that awareness when I am feeling a response to something, when I'm reacting to my children, my husband, a coworker, it brings that awareness around because now I have a lot more clarity in why I do what I do and how I do it. And so it's been transformational for me. And, and not only is it such a self-love, self-care practice, it's I've learned so much more about myself. So I can attest to the transformation that takes place and, and how important I think it is. I want to ask you though, why do you think it's so important right now? What do you think this modality has become so popular? Because I personally hear about it a lot more than I ever had. What are your thoughts on that, Anna? Yeah, I think, you know, the pandemic, even though it's been really difficult, there were so many gifts that came out of it. And it really gave us the opportunity to look at our life, look at ourselves. And I think a lot of people recognized, kind of similar to what you were saying, Christy, like, I've just been running and chasing and not really being present with my loved ones, with myself. I've been numbing. I've been disassociating. And so breath work, part of the reason why it's so powerful is that it is an embodied practice. It's not like typical meditating where you're just sitting still and you think that you're not supposed to have any thoughts. In breath work, you're going to have a lot of thoughts. And I also want to touch on something that you said, Christy, where the first time you experienced breath work, you felt like you were hyperventilating. That can also be very triggering for people. And so the way that I hold space is I don't want to re-traumatize you, especially when a lot of people don't feel safe, given the experience that, they, that they've lived through, to be in their body. When they start to feel their own life force, their own energy, it can be really overwhelming. So I like to guide people in a more gentle practice where it's not overloading your nervous system, where you're not feeling like you're going to pass out. And we build on it so that your body and your mind consciously and unconsciously start to get used to this practice, start to get used to being in your body. And then the more confident and safer you feel, then the more, I mean, aggressive isn't the right word, but the more the stronger we can breathe or the more we can oxygenate and we can just kind of build on it but back to your question why is there more conversation about breath work is because i think people are still really suffering and hurting and you know they go to doctors we do the therapy we take medication but there's still so many people with debilitating anxiety with depression Lately, I've been holding a lot of space for people who have lost their loved ones to suicide. Like the suffering is there. We can see it, the reflection in the world, you know, the wars, the global warming, like until I feel until we do our own healing, this is just going to continue to be reflected out into the world. And there's been an awakening and people have tried more conventional treatments. And I feel for the most part, they're still frustrated and they're still hurting and it's not quite the results that they wanted. And so I get a lot of people 
who have done therapist. I have a lot of clients who are therapists themselves, you know, who are looking for a different approach, who want more concrete results in their life and changes because they don't want to be in the same existence. And that's the beauty of breath work. It's that powerful that you can feel an immediate change. Even if you're just doing breath work by yourself, like a five minute practice, uh, you will feel more energized. You will feel clearer. You'll feel grounded. Well, I feel like I am learning so much. And Christy, thank you so much for sharing. You said something that really kind of jilted me of being disconnected from yourself. And I think so many of us have been that way for a long time. And I personally believe a lot of times we go to a doctor, not, I mean, it's so easy to prescribe something. And I do think there are those that need that, but there's so many other options to try first that it sounds like this is really, I mean, Christy, you just had a great testimonial right there. (laughs) Seriously. Like I, we haven't really talked about your experience with it. So it's really exciting to hear how much it's really helped you. Well, and I think, you know, when we can be truly connected with ourselves, that's such power to everybody around us. Yeah. And we, we continue to talk through this podcast about living our best lives and how, how are we not living our best lives if we're truly connected with ourselves? I think it just kind of goes hand in hand. And do you deal with all age groups? Do you deal with the younger generation, like teenagers? So with my one-on-one clients, they tend to be between 20 plus teenagers. I have parents who buy them my breathwork for anxiety program, and that's the self-guided. Those are recorded meditations. And I've gotten great feedback from both the child and the parent where it's their simple tools, going back to the empowerment, like the teenager is able to use these tools to identify when they're starting to feel activated and then use their breath as a way to self-regulate themselves. So recently I got an email from, from a mom who said, oh my God, your meditations have helped my teenage son. Like he was in a situation would normally give him a panic attack, but he didn't this time and he felt more confident and grounded and he likes how simple it is and the reflection questions that I present. So I do work and not indirectly, but there's some offerings that I have that teenagers tend to like. And then my one-on-one work and my classes and my workshops and my membership, they tend to be older people. Wonderful. It's a really diverse group of people that I work with, like all walks of life, all ages, ethnicities, genders. So you talk about um, using breath work for manifesting your biggest Mm. dreams. Talk to us about that. And how does this help us to do this? Yeah. And where else can we benefit this as a practice? So most of us, we have goals, we have desires, we have things that we want to attract into our life. But having the intention isn't enough. Your subconscious mind has to believe that you are deserving of having that, that you are able of calling that into your life. And so I also help my clients identify where within them does that dream actually scare them or where within them do they believe that that can't happen. And so we go back and do the digging work. We do the healing for their beliefs to be aligned with their desires. And it's crazy, the stuff that my clients have manifested. Um, I have a client right now. She went through, 
my reset program, which is my one-on-one coaching program. Um, she's done a lot, basically all of my offerings, but she's at a place right now, like in the last year that she has realized her big goals from going from being, um, an artist manager, like a singer manager to now being a singer herself. And she was part of this documentary about her life and it was just bought by Disney. So she's literally right now in New York city where they had a screening of her documentary at Juilliard and she's performing at central park right now. And I'm, I have permission to talk about her experience and her goals in her life because she has shared it publicly as well. But it's incredible to see her there on stage taking up so much space. But in order for her to be able to have received these blessings is she needed to feel safe enough to be on a stage and be seen by thousands and millions to be heard, you know, on the radio. It's I've also worked with like celebrities, actors, and I help them get to a place you would think that someone who's like on TV is totally fine with attention. And, but you'd be surprised like how shy they can be, how overwhelming the energy is of having so many people looking at you, demanding of your attention. So I help them as well feel it's a, a big thing is safety and alignment and breath work is the tool that I use to go through that journey of healing with them and to help them align their subconscious mind and their beliefs with their desires. Discover adventure, discover luxury, discover Moab with exclusive retreats for your next vacation or event. Wake up to amazing views only minutes from Utah's most breathtaking national and state parks and Moab's best shopping and dining. Enjoy your fully stocked vacation home with private pool and hot tub. Every room is a luxurious private suite, plus daily maid service and private chefs are available. Exclusive retreats. We're not your home away from home. We are better. Book today at exclusiveretreats.com. Okay, so that kind of brings my next question. As we're talking about not only manifesting dreams, talking about healing trauma, goals, all life things, it seems that it all tends to kind of boil down to our younger self. And so this work is really helping us to go back and find the time and the space when certain things happened that maybe we went in or we went or we lost ourselves. Is that how you would describe it, Anna? Yeah. I mean, our subconscious mind, like we show up in the world based on 95% of the subconscious thoughts that we're having. It's really a small percentage that we're like consciously showing up. And when you start to do this work, you're starting, you're able to better identify like when that's happening. It's basically like an automatic response or um, a trauma response, stress response. And so when we're a baby, when we're children, our mind, our brain is growing and it's absorbing information. It's trying to make sense. And if we don't grow up in an environment where things are really being explained to us, where there's really like a nurturing, loving, home, stable place, then there's going to be our mind is interpreting love. Like, for example, I grew up in an alcoholic child home. Like 
then my brain interpreted, oh, love is mom and dad yelling at each other and fighting and threatening that one of them is going to leave. And so when I look back, like my first relationship when I was 18, the person I attracted shared similar qualities as my dad. And I wasn't conscious of any of this at the time, but I was basically playing out what I witnessed as a child. And then I realized, oh, this doesn't feel good. This isn't healthy. And so then I attracted a completely different partner who's like the other extreme polar opposite as a way to protect myself. And so then when I started to do my healing, I'm like, okay, I started to be able to identify how I was playing out my trauma, reliving my trauma or trauma bonding with someone. What I equated to be love isn't the type of love that I really want to experience because it's not healthy. It's not good for my mental health. So there's so much, if we think back, if you look right now at your life and there's areas of your life that maybe you're not completely happy with, and then you look back at what you saw as a child, you might see some similarities or you might remember, oh, my mom made me feel exactly the same way that my partner makes me feel right now, putting me down, yelling at me or... I don't know, you know, whatever, whatever it may be. And then once you have that information, you can start to make decisions, empowered decisions of, yeah, I don't want to feel that way anymore. I need something to change. And the changes starts to happen. Like it's inevitable when you go on this journey for things not to change. Like that's the reason why you're doing this, right? Because you don't want to feel the way you're feeling anymore. And so naturally, whether you're ready for it or not, the universe starts to pick up on how you're showing up differently and starting to listen to what you want now in your life. And it will start to give things to you to reflect that, which means probably a lot of your stuff from, the, from your current life or past life will start to fall. Oh, little Christy, little Christy. <laughs> comes out in so many ways, professionally, personally. <laughs> yeah. I've learned to just really embrace little Christy. Mm-hmm. So I, I shared that I've had experiences with breath work and most of mine have been in a group session. And for me, I've had good and I'm not, I don't want to say bad, just sessions where I struggled because I, I, I tend to have this goal in mind. Like I, I feel like I'm doing it wrong if certain things aren't happening and I have I have breathwork journey envy of people that are having <laughs> other experiences. And so I committed to doing, you know, the one-on-one. I felt like for me, having a coach that could spend the time that we have together helping me to understand and process what's coming up for me, but also being intimidated by it was important so that I could just truly let go. And so I opted for one-on-one. And in in this case, you know, I we get to do these breathwork sessions via Zoom in the privacy of my home. And it's, for me, it's just amazing. Like I said, it's, it's such a important part of my practicing. And so I highly promote, advocate, suggest if you have the opportunity to do a one-on-one to just kind of introduce you to it. Do you offer that for people that are coming into this new, what does that look like? 
Yeah. So I have a couple of different offerings. I have my community gathering, which are my group classes and everything is virtual, you know, since the pandemic, basically my whole business has become virtual and it's just as powerful. So I have my community gathering classes, which I offer about twice a month. And then I do my one-on-one classes. So you can either do a private session similar to what you did, Christy, like you just did a trial run. So we did a private session. And then I shared with you my program that I thought would be helpful with your to help you achieve your goals. And then the reset program is the three-month container. And then I also have a membership. So if you are someone who's looking for community and want to explore different healing modalities and have access to meditations, I also have the collective. And it's still an intimate group. There's 35 women in there and we have live classes and live coaching, healing. I have guest healers come in and always putting new new content out. Basically, it's um, my intention is to have like an accessible offering for to support you in life and to help you feel more confident. I feel like women struggle with confidence and <laughs> we tend to put everyone else before us. And that really needs to change because <laughs> if we don't put ourselves first, like it's just not sustainable. And we see the, the suffering, not only in our mental health, but then it starts to become physical and we're feeling drained. And I just want women to be in charge of the world. <laughs> so we need to get to the place where we feel safe enough to do that um, because things need to change now. That's, that's a good goal. I like that. <laughs> so in it for somebody like I, I Somebody who is just never thought about it and yeah. it seems kind of intimidating. Yeah. And it seems like what, what's the, what I love what you said, Christy, about doing one-on-one that might be intimidating for somebody. Maybe mm-hmm. a group session might make them feel more comfortable if the focus isn't completely, I don't know how it works on yeah. them, but what would you say to somebody to consider it, but they're a little intimidated? Yeah. It really just depends on the individual and I'm going to put it back on them to connect with your intuition and just see what resonates. Like, yeah, when you're in a group session, it might feel more comfortable if you're feeling nervous and don't want to be seen. So you don't even have to have your camera on, like you can be anonymous, but you will hear my guidance and you will still go on a journey and you will still have an experience. So if you're feeling intimidated and nervous about it, I would, and you've never done it before, my community gathering would be a really great starting point. If even that feels like, oh, I don't know if I can make the time or the commitment. I have plenty of meditations, even free meditations. If you go to my website, you can download them. If you are ready, and I have people who work with me one-on-one who don't meditate, who aren't spiritual, but they are desperate for change. and they're ready for it and they want it fast. Then those are the people that I tend to attract for for my one-on-one sessions. Um, So it really just kind of depends on on where you are and what your heart is telling you might be best. And I'm just going to say- Any gentle person. Like I feel like I'm a gentle- gentle Where I really connect with the energy and I try not to overwhelm the person and I meet them where they are. So if they are new to this work, like I'm not going to, start with, let's look at this deep childhood trauma that you're like, oh my God, I do not want to go there. Well, let's just be real. Yeah. He coached me. (laughs) 
if I can come in and experience a breathwork class, I mean, it's me who's over the top intense. <laughs> well, I just heard you say earlier, Christy, you said to not control, like trying to let go and not control. Oh. And I went, that's awesome. <laughs> she knows me <laughs> so did well. It really quickly though, Christy, I felt like the first session, you know, yeah, you, I mean, you don't know me. You're like trying to figure it out. You were in your head a little bit. But I felt like by the second session, definitely the third session, I felt like you were just in it. And also your body, when you do this practice consistently, your body knows once you start to take those two breaths, like, oh, we're doing this right now. It's okay. I can put down my guard. I don't have to be on high alert. I can relax. I can let go of control a little bit and let myself be held. Because I do a lot of holding and I'm tired of doing that. Well, and Anna holds such a beautiful space. So, I mean, I'm five stars on my side. I couldn't do it without you. Okay. So you've you've kind of told us, I think, where people can find you. Yeah. We're going to follow up with some more information in our notes, um, in our show notes, where people can contact you. But before we wrap up, we'd love to ask a final question, which... Anna, if you could go back to your, I got to remember how old you are, so I need to probably go younger. (laughs) If you could go back to your 16-year-old self, what would you tell Anna? Oh, my 16-year-old self. She was so stressed out and working so hard and just, she was in major just survival mode. I would tell her that it's going to take a while (laughs) until we feel better. but things will get better. And I would tell her that I'm so proud of her. And it's because of who she is that I am where I am right now. And I'm grateful. I'm going to get emotional. I'm grateful for all of her sacrifices and for being so courageous and for not giving up and for holding her vision of what she wants in life and not letting people, people's discouragements and their lack of belief in her get in the way. She's a powerful manifester and I love her so much. Oh, that's beautiful. Beautiful. Thank (laughs) you. You're welcome. Do we have time to guide people in a short breathing exercise so that they can start to feel? Yes. Like just a little quickie. Um, Yes. And we're not, we won't do like the whole active breathing. I want this to be more of a gentle practice. So if you're able to right now, like sit back or. Also, if you're able to gently close your eyes if you're driving, don't do this. Don't close your eyes. But I want you to get as comfortable as you can with your body. And once you have arrived to this present moment, let's just take a deep inhale in through your nose. And we're going to take a slow exhale out of your mouth. And just with this breathing, as you take a breath in, and out. Start to notice your body. So notice the air going through your nose as you take a breath in. Notice the air touching your lips as you're blowing it out. And as you're gently breathing in through your nose and out of your mouth, let's also notice to what what your body's holding for you right now. So 
So we're going to notice tension, maybe in your jaw, maybe in your shoulders. Maybe you're feeling pressure in your heart space. Maybe you're feeling pain in your lower back. And as you're breathing, we're going to imagine that those muscles, those areas are receiving this air and it's creating space in your body to stretch, to expand, to start to release. And so as you continue to breathe, we're gonna give permission for your body to soften, to let go. So maybe your body's starting to feel a little bit heavy as it's starting to relax. Even imagining that the muscles in your face are starting to hang. Your tongue is relaxing. Tension in your eye is starting to disappear. And still breathing gently in through your nose and out of your mouth. And before we come back, I'm going to invite you to connect with your heart. And I'm going to follow up on Christy's question to me. And I'm going to invite you to imagine connecting with that younger you, whether it's you as a teenager or you as a child. And give to that younger self love, positivity, something that they would love to hear to make them feel supported, accepted. Maybe it's a simple, I love you. Maybe it's a, I'm so proud of you. Maybe for you, it's, I'm sorry. Feeling an exchange of love and warmth between you and your younger self. A gentleness, a compassion. When you feel that you and your younger self are feeling calm and grounded and supported. Let's take a deep breath in through your nose and slow, long exhale out. Deep breath in and slow, long exit out. And one more, deep breath in. And slow, long exhale. And when you're ready to come back, you can gently start to notice sounds in the room. Notice your body, wiggling your fingers, toes. And when you're ready, gently, slowly opening your eyes. That was awesome. Okay, you are just beautiful. Thank mm -hmm. you. You're welcome. 
Anna, tell our listeners your website and how they can find you. Yeah. So my website is my name, analilia.net. It's one N. And then if you're on Instagram, I'm also really active on Instagram. And I share a lot of tips on Instagram as well on how to process emotions, meditations. And you can find me under my name as well, Analilia. There's some like underscores in there, but if you Google that or if you search it, you'll find me. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was such an honor. Really grateful for this opportunity to connect with both of you. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you think someone could benefit, please share. If there's a conversation you think we should be having or a topic that resonated with you, please let us know. You can engage and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Pieces of a Woman Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. If you listen to us on Apple, leave us a five-star rating and a comment.